Worldwide One Love, okay? Thanks for tuning in to us. The Eminem Show. Welcome back, folks, to another Funky Fresh live episode of the Eminem Show, coming at you directly from the One Love Massive headquarters in the historic Shaw. Welcome, our special guest, Chioma Iwoha. Am I saying that correctly? Because Iwoha. 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 Because I've been knowing her for like 10 years, but I just kind of like just kind of assumed that I was saying it wrong, but I never <laughs> asked. So I'm going to go ahead and do that real awkwardly on air right now. Yes, I like when people try first, you know. I hate when <laughs> folks are like, um, I don't know how to pronounce your name. Um, I'm not even going to try. I'm like, why? Don't be lazy. Give, Give know, it a try. Work. Put it at work. You know? Yeah, but it's Chioma. Iwoha. Chioma means God is good. Iwoha means law of the land. I love it. Yes, na- a name with purpose, baby. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, we're excited to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you. And we are here with our co-hosts, <coughs> Molly. Molly, hey. what's going on? What up, though? Good to see you. Good to see you. And we got the one, the only, the real. Check, 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 check. Jay Mills. Welcome back, Queen. Thanks. I'm loving this green. It has like a <coughs> uh, essence, like an aura it's giving you. Mm, I yeah. think green is your color. Is it? I think so. The color is green. And it's yours. Mm, that yes. means a lot. And, Amen. of course, your, um, the green your, vibes, the green your eyelashes are on fleek again. They what? really are. Aren't they? Yeah, I need to give Every me some. I'm like I fluttering. I got to give a shout out to Dr. Lashes. That's Dr. Underscore Lashes on Instagram. She keeps me fly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. No lamb chops over here. I Big need money. to, but need to see Did she her. grow them? <laughs> Did she? Yes. <laughs> 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 Amazing. Well, Thank ladies, you. this week I <coughs> brought a little symbol just to remind us. We haven't uh, brought out the uh, the queen symbol or little show tokens for a while, but That's I decided right. to bring it back today just as a I reminder like to all the women and femmes out there, you are a queen. Stand in your dignity. Run your world. Rule the scene. Love yourself. Bam. That's what it's about. In that order. Yes. And wear a crown just because, because it's fun or whatever your crown looks like. It could be, you know, some feathers or it could be an imaginary halo. It could be whatever. Just do whatever it is that makes you feel a little extra and special tonight, right now. (laughs) So anyway, I want to know how everyone's weeks have been. It's been a week since we got together. Had a hey. great, great show last week. Uh, yeah. So, uh, what's new, Molly? What's been going on in your life? Um, you know, everything. 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 Like what? I'm sorry. I'm just p- reposting this stuff for us. Don't mind me. Um, life, man. You know, life. Life moves fast. You've been living. I'm doing. A <coughs> <laughs> Let me just tell you about Mercury. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, are we, we in got, retrograde we, right now? We are. We got to oh, We got to oh, talk oh, about it. Let's pray on it. Let's pray on it. What? Oh my God! Thank you so much. I thought I was gonna have to go through the whole show sober. She was gonna eat you there. Oh, I need an ashtray too, not to be super needy, but. Um, Roll your world, queen. You know, <laughs> this has been one of those weeks where, like, literally every fucking thing that could go wrong has gone wrong. Yeah. Literally everything. Everything. Everything? Every. Every Airbnb reservation has had a problem. Um, one of them trashed my place. We tried to film something the other night. A power surge came through, destroyed the brand new $2,000 projector and my laptop. Oh. I mean, it's like, and all I keep thinking about is, like, the more you resist, the harder it comes back. So I'm just like, it's cool, universe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's cool. I've been drinking a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've just been, like, pouring alcohol down my throat all week to just, you know. Cope. (laughs) Straight up, man. Straight up. Yeah, that's a major hit. Dude, $4,000 worth of electronic gear in, in a fucking second. In a second. What was it? A power surge? A power surge. That's why, does the power surge protector, it failed? Well, if we, if we had had it plugged into one, I'm sure it would have done its job. <laughs> I but was going to ask, like, did you have it in a um, power No, surge? and we were like off-site. We weren't here, so mm. it was just like we had everything else on this. You know, it's one of those things where yeah. it's like, whatever, man. And like, it doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? Like, was it this? Was it that? Was it this? like, it, well, you know what? It's not going to make that shit come back. So it doesn't even fucking matter anymore. Yes. I'm just not going to do that the exact same way ever again. But never a failure. Always oh a lesson. Oh, my God. An expensive mm-hmm. fucking lesson. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Almighty. But, you know, other than that, I'm solid. You know yes. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't die. I didn't get hit by any cars this week. Got groceries, you got friends, got love. Hey, spring is coming. That's right. Did you see it's about to be like seventy or eighty this yes. weekend? Finally, what? Yes. Can yes. do some gardening if you're into that sort of thing. I rode my bike this week, this today, yes. ten miles before I came into work today. Oh wow! Blah, blah, blah. Where did you ride? Um, I do this little loop where I like leave my house and ride through Capitol Hill to mm-hmm. RFK, and then I do that loop around Kingman Island, and then up the trail through the Yards Park. Nice. And then around the bend, and then up Fourth Street, and then down past the monuments, and then up Seventh Street, and then back down to here, and it's exactly ten miles. Shout out to all the bicyclists yeah. in the District of Columbia. Yeah. Saving the environment, yeah. doing something healthy. That's right, putting reggae in the air too. You know, if that <laughs> has any value at all. You know. Putting reggae in the air. Yes, but in the in the midst of my um, shit ass week, I did have something super cool. Um, an organization called Jubilee Jumpstart. Yeah. Um, we uh, volunteered the company to go film a little video for them, so we went to their preschool and we filmed like the morning coffee talk and the kids coming in and to do like a little video for their fundraising um, purposes hey hey and now it's time for our techno portion of the night (laughs) ladies (laughs) um (laughs) yeah but uh who's got the (laughs) um but yeah we got to hang out with some kids and that was super cool um, cause kids are awesome. Yeah. Kids are cool. Yeah. Like this one kid, he was like, are you a girl or a boy? And I was like, I'm a girl. And he's like, well then how come you look and sound like a boy? And I was like, listen, kid. All right. I'm not on camera right now. You are <laughs> Focus on the prize. So it's always good to remind yourself not to take your shit too seriously. You know what I mean? I was like, well, I felt pretty good about myself until I showed up with you. 
no four-year-old. Kids <laughs> yeah. are brutal. Yeah, you know. So yeah. honest. But shout out to uh, Jubilee Jumpstart. They uh, Jubilee, they've been around, I think, since like the 70s in D.C. Oh, and wow. they have a Jubilee Jobs Program and also housing um, for like a lot of women. I think it's mostly like women yeah. um, who are struggling with finding jobs or dealing with, you know, domestic abuse. So it's a great program. Shout out to Jubilee. Yeah, and they were super cool. Yeah. Kim and Dee Dee, just like really awesome women who just like really care about those kids and those families. And it's just nice to be around. Yeah. You know, in the midst of, you know, you know. Mercury in retrograde. <sighs> so it's over on the 15th. So I already yes. feel it wearing off, you know, day yeah. by day. It's getting better. Me too. Me too. Jay, tell us about your week. Fuck boy free. <laughs> 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 uh, y'all already hip to the song for the week. Yes. For the song for but the I mean, month. Life. Yeah. Season. Song for the decade. Yeah. Century. Yes. Yeah, man. You're a fuck boy free. Yeah, man. You know, it's just a song that went viral. Um, I just had a really wonderful week. Uh, continuing off in the energy from the... Um, Women's Holistic Summit, Holistic Healing Summit, um, gearing up for 420, mm. super yeah. excited oh, yeah. about all the different businesses and brands that I'm working with because, you know, they're all cannabis related. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a great time. You know, shout outs to Elevation B&B, shout outs to The Green Life, shout outs to Green Maidens, shout outs to GGC, LLC, DC.com, shout outs to Mighty Jamaica. Shout outs to all the different can of brands that are doing things, big things, big things, pulping. Um, hey. This weekend, uh, we got an NCF event coming up, reggae yoga at okay. Songbird. Cute. Free fruit, Cute. courtesy of moi. Oh, shit. And my Free brands fruit. and my companies and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Nice. Business affiliate. But, I mean, you oh, know, yes. yoga. That's Cute. Yoga. Oh, you, that's a win win right there. <laughs> I mean, that's just what, now. that's what happens. It's free. There's yoga. There's reggae. There's fruit. Can you smoke weed? I cannot say that you can smoke weed. Yeah. You can come high. Hey. <laughs> Put an edible in your pocket. Work it out. <laughs> I don't even know. But there will be the other elements of reggae and yoga and fruit, which right. are very complementary right. to the canna lifestyle. Mm. Indeed. And that's going to be at Songbird when? Saturday. This Saturday. 4-14. 11 a.m. Get your reggae yoga on. Namaste. Awesome. So you've just been gearing up for <coughs> these couple of fabulous 420-related yeah. events coming up. And the NCF, uh, 421, I'll be in yes. the health and wellness place nice. again with fruit. What? What? More fruits? Possibly Free doing fruit reggae for the people, yoga? Yo. Free fruit. It's exciting. It's important. Yo, fruit eat is your awesome. pineapples. They make you taste delicious. Yes. Oh. Yes, That's for men and women. Eat more pineapples. Absolutely. Strawberries have are like n over 90% water, y'all. Hmm. Eat fruit, B. You know, fruit, something yeah. else I saw uh, on your, I think it was Instagram or Facebook, you got your letter in the mail. I did. I, I got mine, too. You did? Yeah, yeah. me, too. Yay. I haven't got mine yet. What? I was waiting. Yes, I got what? mine. I should have put when I saw you post yours, I was like, damn, I should have I mine. know. I was like, damn it. <laughs> I strategically posted it after the period of um, oh, uh, 
uh, contest. Yeah. yeah. I was like, okay, and <laughs> now I can post it. I thought for sure it was gonna, I was gonna open it. It was gonna be like Miss Roland. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a lot of nerve. <laughs> so for people who are watching, um, all of us here today are running on the uh, slate blah, blah. called Dump Trump Dems for Action. And we're all... Where's the easy button? And Nick, where's the sound? <laughs> that was easy. And we're I running together <laughs> yeah, for uh, the DC Democratic State Committee. So, um, yeah, Jay Mills, all of these ladies, except for me. Hopefully, I get my letter soon. Yeah, that would be so um, awkward. Ha- it would be really <laughs> awkward. Because I feel like you're <laughs> like, the reason why we're all doing this. <laughs> I asked all three of you. Yeah, yeah she did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> that would be hilarious. But, um, <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It would be. <laughs> Terrifying for the three of us. First yes, of all, yes, it would. Yeah. That would be a little bit, a little <laughs> yeah. bit. I mean, so it's, okay. <laughs> let's let's say maybe I shouldn't even put this out in the universe, but I'm just gonna say it for for transparency and for comfort. <coughs> if for some reason I don't get on the ballot or I don't win, and all three of you do, like. This is the beauty about the D.C. Democratic State Committee. It's open to the public. I can still go. I can still be an active participant yeah, as okay. a Democrat in this city there. So it's not like if, if for some reason I don't get on, I just won't be there <laughs> be for on y'all that list anymore. Like I'll be like, peace. No, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm doing this because I'm excited about uh, people's leadership development. I'm excited to... Uh, deepen my relationships with people who are doing great work in the city. I'm excited to know the landscape of the fresh crop of, of leaders who are coming up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm here. I'm here for you all. But I'm super excited that all of y'all got your letters <laughs> in the mail already. Congratulations. Yeah, man. Shout out to all the love and support that uh, folks have been showing to the slate, showing to my page. All of the likes and all of the shares are so appreciated. We got to yeah. keep this energy up as we continue moving forward to June 19th, Election nice. Day. So if you want to help volunteer, you want to help with some campaign concerts, you want to donate some campaign yes. funds, the queens, please, please do. Um, check us out on Instagram at Dems for at Dump Dem- Trump Dems for <laughs> Action. There it's we go. The longest name ever. Again, mm-hmm. it is a mouthful. Dump Trump Dems for Action. Sorry. And if you want to donate, if you want to learn more about each you. of these ladies and the other amazing thirty plus people uh, running with us, go to Dems for Action dot Nation Builder dot com. I th- the number four. No. Oh. <laughs> for, oh. So, yeah, a little disturbance. On the website, Ooh. it's Dems for F-O-R action dot okay. nationbuilder.com. On Instagram and Facebook and on the ballot, okay. it will be Dems for the number four action. Um, and that is simply because for some reason on the website, we, we couldn't put a number. Put a number. So otherwise, um, yeah. But if you Google it, you'll find us. Dems for Action. Dump Trump Dems for Action. You see us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We got a website. Um, So, yeah. Like, share, follow, and uh, vote for us, like Jay Mill said, on uh, June 19th, this D.C. Democratic primary. Juneteenth. Juneteenth, yes. Well, that reminds me. I need to get some footage of you before you leave tonight. 
That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. We can go upstairs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What it's kind spicy. of footage? <laughs> Actually, we totally just did a <laughs> vote for J Mills. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps it real. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, Chioma, I want to know how's your week been? What's been going on with you? You know what? I think it's been 50 50, but I'm going to focus on the positive. There you go. I got some new clip ins, y'all. Yeah. It looks great. So I'm here for it. Um, The new Cardi B album dropped. Yes, hey. it did. Invasion of Privacy. Yes, and I've been blasting it religiously. And we got some new Drake music. So you know what? My week's been good. Did y'all see that Nicki Minaj is dropping her album? Yeah, I did see that. I Uh-oh. didn't see that. Yes, with the Fendi. Yeah, that was a good-ass picture. Well, I have to check that out. But what's your favorite song or songs on the Cardi B album? Um, What's that when she talked about getting up? Uh, Get up 10? Yeah. That's my jam. That's the yes. very first song. Yes. She says, you knock me down nine times, but I get, get up, up 10. 10. It's like the anthem, yo. Yes, yeah, so the little inspiring. drip, the little drip, drip. Drip, drip. Yeah. <laughs> It's a solid yep, album yep, yep. from beginning to yeah, end. Yeah, no, it's there's, solid. There's I like it like that. Yes. Like that. That. I was like, you yes. better represent. I know. <laughs> I know what y'all saying, but yes. Yes, I went out this weekend just so I could hear it around people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get your twerk on a little bit. Yeah, just a little I bit. haven't listened to it. You gotta listen to it. I do, Joy. I need to get on. Uh, yeah, it's great. I also like the track with Kalani, too. Moneybag is nice, too. The money whole back, album from beginning to end, I was like, okay, Cardi B, this is solid, you know, and then it's got the hits that you're like, yes, oh, that's right. And it feels like it's been out for a long time, but then you still <laughs> hear it, and you're like, okay, okay. <laughs> so also, Cardi B just performed on Saturday Night Live. Did y'all see her? Yeah. And she announced her pregnancy, yes. too. It was a great performance, too. She put, she did um, Bardier Cardi, and it had like a, kind of like a rock symphony edge to it. Hmm. I didn't it hear that cute. one. I yeah, saw the I Be Careful, careful clip. Yeah. yeah. It was cute. I just, why are people cute. hating on her so much? I don't know. I just, I don't understand. No. She's pregnant. People, they think that her, she's like, her success is like going to be down the toilet now that she's like pregnant and stuff. I know. I saw somebody like post on Facebook, like, Cardi B's pregnant. And somebody else was like, bad career move. And I'm All like, right. Man, shut up. <laughs> you How do you feel about this, Nikki? You, like, you got uh, a little baby. I mean, I well, think it's like, are you a are you an artist management expert? First of all, like <laughs> I feel like people should have to quantify their like opinions by having like actual rights to them. You know, like that's that's the beauty of America, yeah. though freedom of speech. People love to hate, man. And, do that, uh, but you know, it's dope is when uh, when people hate and that person proves them wrong. You know, yeah. and they have to eat their words. But I think Cardi B is here to stay. I really do. I think yeah, people I'm for her all the way. I need her to. I want yeah. her to be successful. She looks very pregnant. Like the baby yeah. will be here in just a couple months. So. Yeah, <laughs> she's been hiding it. Maybe yeah. less. Yeah. She's pretty big. Yeah. Is it really? Good? Wait, what does she? What does she do? Do we know? Nah, she, but she's just the way that she's showing. Yeah, she's, she's like showing. at my stage. She's showing. Yeah, Easily. yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like she's more. I feel like she's bigger. Yeah, maybe it was just that dress she was wearing or whatever. Could but. be. I don't know. But yeah. she put her heart into that song. She did a great job. I love her. I just know. love how positive she is about other women. Yeah, <clears throat> you know, like yeah. I mean, she'll be like, "Bitch, fuck you." Yeah, but I like, was like, <laughs> um. but, but she, but she. I mean, she will come for somebody, but she's just like overall like not a negative person you know what i mean like and she actively talks about like supporting other women and not trashing other women and like being more aware of that and i i appreciate that you know Mm -hmm. her whole life is a come up right now like i'm trying to be like i'm trying to channel all cardi b energy right now like in the matter of two years did you see i was just looking at her old breakfast club interview where she had like the little um 
cowgirl hat or something. She had like an Indian hat on with like the little beauty for you wig. And I was like, come on, Cardi. Her tooth was still messed up. And she was just so confident. She was bringing that same level of energy that she's bringing right now. So you just got to respect her. You know, yeah. she's always believed in herself. Yes. So let's channel that Cardi B. Shout energy. out to Cardi B. We love you, Cardi B, here at the Eminem show. <clears throat> Yes, yes, ladies. So that Cardi B was part of my week. I saw her on SNL, listened to a new album that was inspiring for me. Um, what else has been going on in my world? Um, definitely Mercury in retrograde. Anniversary. Yeah, I had, a, I had an amazing one-year wedding anniversary. Went to Baltimore. We uh, stayed at a very swing, oh, special yeah. bed and breakfast. How 18. was it? It was great. It was plush. You know, I felt like, uh, you know, Marie Antoinette up in there. Which room did you choose? Did you get the hot tub room? Uh, yeah, we stayed <coughs> in the same room. They do. We stayed in the same room that the we stayed last year. Yes, the Independence Suite. Oh, it's in uh, red, velvet, mm. and like gold, gilded, everything. It's very swank. And mm. uh, they serve you the most delicious breakfast in bed. Um, so basically you just spent the whole weekend like chilling and eating great seafood. We also treated ourselves. We got, um, uh, the Super Nintendo NES Classic. Wow. So we played some old school video games together. It was really cute. And my husband, shout out, 06 Chris, I love you. Um, he treated me to a prenatal massage. And we met this awesome chick um, named Vani through this app called Soothe. It's like on-demand massages Ooh. that come to your house. Oh my God. Right <laughs> back. Download. I was about to say, let me Soothe. download that right yeah, now. It's Interesting. An app. So, we, so we met Vani. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait. What kind of massage? What kind exactly. of massage? Like Swedish massage, deep tissue massage, prenatal massage. Not what happy endings. Are you sure about that? I'm not sure ask? about that, but I'm pretty sure it's not. She's a whole Mary, y'all. Brazilian massages? I don't know about that. All I know is that I saw the traditional massages Turkish that were available. Massages? I don't know what's the Turkish massage. Mm. Oh, oh! I'm like, what? I can't, I can't I'm say like that Google. on Google. Don't. So anyway, <laughs> um, how is a prenatal massage different from like yeah. a regular one? So, um, basically, because you're carrying this alien in you, <laughs> you can't lay on your stomach really because you'll smush the baby and then if you lay on your back too long like the baby smushes some like veins or whatever and it it mm -hmm. prevents the the blood circulation or whatever so you gotta lay on your left side mm -hmm. and your right side so they kind of massage you from the head to the shoulder down just on this side and then you flip over and they do oh, instead okay. of like directly on the back so it's really nice just soothing but um i do want to give a shout out to um the woman who did my <coughs> massage she has a website called um www.vonnylove.com that's v-o-n-i-l-o-v-e.com and she's a massage therapist here in the dmv area um she'll come to your house she also has a, a studio in um in Maryland, <laughs> somewhere. Um, Fort Washington, probably. In Columbia, Maryland. Columbia, Maryland. Um, and uh, if you check out her website, like she does all kinds of dope, like seminars on um, self love and like nice. self pleasure and self unlocking self -pleasure. your self back to that happy. Yeah. Are you sure that this <clears throat> Soothe app doesn't? Do <laughs> yeah. Well. 
<laughs> this is Bonnie's Because they just shut thing. down Backpage, you know. What's Backpage? Oh, yeah. I'm surprised you don't know this. I don't know. Are you surprised that she doesn't is. know? You don't know what Backpage I mean, I've I've never been to it. But what listen, is I, happy ending? I just assumed. Well, back in the we day, have, like the we have any experts in the here? newspapers, <laughs> like the back page is where the personals were. So, like, I just assumed okay. back page. But it was a tool for sex workers to like suss yes. people out and get business without having to. Right, <clears throat> pimping ain't dead. It just moved to the web. Right. Okay. Yeah. And the back, and, uh, <laughs> the FBI seized it and like shut down the page. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. didn't they just do the per- close down the personals and on Craigslist? Yeah, I think yeah. It's like yeah. All so related. everybody pretty much went to back on sex workers, y'all. Now. What's going on? Yeah, I don't know. Trump. I guess maybe yeah. if more men could Which sell penis, then prostitution wouldn't be illegal. Wait, it what was, was the like first part? If what? More men, like if if there was really a, a hot market out, I think as equal as the one is for women to sell their bodies, perhaps the game would change. So it's interesting, <laughs> and I don't think we talked about this already, but um, you know that show on um, Vice, and it's called uh, Sl- Slut Ever. No, no, and yeah, it's, and it's this girl, and she's just like hella sex positive and like totally comfortable with herself. And she has these shows, and like on this one show, she basically goes around the country, like trying to find a place where like a woman, like just showing the gen, the inequality and like gender inequality, and like just even women being able to have orgasms, and how like you can go anywhere and get a happy ending, but like you can't go anywhere and get a like have as a woman someone make you come, like just straight up. So she she goes to all these different places and retreats and people, and like no one would like. Just make her come. No one would service her? (laughs) No one would just service her. It was all like, oh, get in touch with your inner, you know, like a bunch of fucking other shit. But she was like, no, seriously, like, just like. These are the same places that are beat off men. And she, yeah. (laughs) And she couldn't get anyone to do it. So it's kind of interesting because it's like a complete. You know, that, I mean, it reminds me of a conversation that we had when um, Center for Collective action when jessica raven and sean tall kudo were here and just um you know that conversation really awakened me to the fact that pleasure for women is criminalized like Mm -hmm. it's it's not um promoted or accepted like we're objects of pleasure but we're not supposed to like get pleasure ourselves and so that's why like meeting vonnie was exciting for me and seeing her website that she i mean i don't think that Vani is doing <laughs> what I mean, this hey. whatever show is but she's helping women at least um, take mm. pride in feeling pleasure yeah. and um, my mentor who you know um, Adrienne Marie Brown is what what she calls herself a pleasure activist um, and so that's vocally <coughs> um, talking about in her personal space publicly about having pleasure as a woman in its many different forms it is really cool i'm a pleasure activist yes i like that i want to become one so i i okay so i want to share something a little interesting with y'all share let's get interesting Um, yeah so (coughs) how to explain this have y'all ever heard of asmr yes you have. What yes. does that stand A-S-M-R, for? ASMR, yes. yeah. I've heard of BDSM. I don't know what it stands for, but it's like uh, like when you watch those videos and they're like, hi. <laughs> it's like really, really soft. Okay, <laughs> so or they'll like sta- crinkle things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it stands for really Autonomous weird. Sensory Meridian Response. So like this would be like some ASMR. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the chick would just be eating pickles and stuff yeah. on the microphone? But like in a really like controlled environment where like... Or it, it can be different things. So I became aware. So <laughs> my first ASMR experience was when I was a kid. I had no idea what it was. And in fact, they didn't even coin this term until like 2007, 2010. So the internet came. Yeah. Me. And I just recently <laughs> discovered that it had a name like last year because I, I would just started Googling. I'm like, what is the sensation that I always feel when... I watch certain scenes in movies or hear certain sounds. And I started just looking up like tingling <laughs> in my body from sounds and like all this weird ASMR stuff came up. So the first time I became conscious of this sensation was when I was young and I was watching the movie, the breakfast club. Y'all remember that? Yeah. The movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and so I think I know the scene, the scene, the makeup scene. Oh, oh, it's so there's the makeup scene where Molly Ringwald is doing the makeup of the Ali. She character. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you can hear them breathing. You can hear like the makeup kind of being brushed on her face. You can hear her like, blowing her bangs off of her face um and their conversation is kind of whispery right and i always just like tingle watching that scene for some reason so then um later like in high school and middle school like i started drawing a lot and i would notice the sound like of the pencil on a paper would be very pleasurable for me as well. But more so not just when I did it, when I would hear other people and could watch other people draw that like really does it for me. <laughs> Get really excited. <laughs> and then I forgot about it. Right. Um, and then like last year, one of my um, friends posted like a quick little video on uh, Instagram and it was her um, like showing her apartment like how she had decorated and she wasn't talking you could just hear her feet like shuffling and like the crinkling <laughs> on the floors and I would just like want to watch it over and over and over <laughs> again she's and like Nick you have 10,000 plays and 9,000 <laughs> of them are you <laughs> what's going on but I would just feel this whole like sense of euphoria, like a tingling kind of starting at the top of my head and like going down my whole body and just feel happy and I'm euphoric. so jealous. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could get that from those ASMR videos. I just think they're <laughs> funny. Some of them are kind of weird and creepy, but yeah. So I I I start looking online. I'm like tingling sensations in my body and see this whole. There's like a whole like. I see what the of people <laughs> into <laughs> ASMR. Yeah. Who, who is in the room? Right so now? I want to <laughs> I want to tell folks there's a website um, ASMRION.com. And it has like samples <coughs> of these classic sounds. Um, some of them are like walking on pebbles. Um, one of them is like clippings at a barber shop. Um, one of them is like someone whispering. Another yeah. one is like uh, uh, feet walking on leaves. Um, all of these different sounds, but you can like make your own kind of like remix <laughs> or like track with them it's really cool check it out <laughs> asmrion.com and you'll you'll see what we're talking That's about crazy or hear it or yeah you'll hear it so uh i'm right here with you on that I, I didn't know it had a name but i think i might have that too 
It could be different. Delicious. You guys seen the video online of like the claymation little like guy with his butt out, and he's like, "Oh hey, no, I didn't <laughs> see you there." We just watched no. it like five <laughs> minutes ago next door. I gotta hear the loop in. But it's totally um, no. I have to pull this up right now. <laughs> is she, your senses going? It's too good. <laughs> and so like <clears throat> this is a classic example right here. What uh, is happening? <laughs> that is the weirdest well, I don't know thing. Up. It's like an alien. Why can't I hear it? Oh my god. That's an ASMR know. video. <laughs> yeah, because why can't we hear it? That looks really creepy. Oh, because my Bluetooth <laughs> is on. No, my Bluetooth is next door and they're probably like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? Because yeah, they're totally like trying to turn it down. They're like, what is happening right now? Well, Jay, what are some of the sounds that you think give you pleasure? Um, well, uh, shout outs to Omega School of Recording uh, Engineering, where I studied uh, post-recording engineering, uh, basically Pro Tools. Um <coughs> what is that? I'm so smack. Post-recording audio editing. Anyway, the moral of the story is that one of the things we had to do was Foley work, where we had this scene. It was three minutes. It was uh, a scene from um, The Fifth Element when he was uh, driving the cab, like a little car chase joint. And um, I've always been into the sounds of a film, how you can just hear the difference between a B-movie and a better movie. It's this subtle... Like the crackling? That is where the money is. It's yes. like your brain knows the difference and what it takes to actually recreate all of these different sounds, the right footstep in the right room. Like you can just... Your your brain knows the difference. You can hear when it sounds like it's in a studio. You can hear when it just doesn't match up for where the words... The, the sound of what they're saying and the space that they're supposed to be in. You know, so learning how to do it i just was so in love with every detail so in love with every detail every every part of it and um <laughs> i also like the sounds when i'm uh, with a special someone while music is nice silence is awesome mhm mm silence is great because i can hear everything and um I realized I really, really was into it when <laughs> rewatching videos, but I just wanted to hear it. And hearing it was so much more intense than watching it. It was like I heard details I didn't realize when I was watching it. Are you talking about doing it? <laughs> like doing it and recording it and then <laughs> listening to it? Nikki, sometimes you're like 12 Ooh. years old. <laughs> <laughs> doing Gosh. it. Is that, I just wanted to make sure it didn't yes. go over my head. Okay. <laughs> doing it. Doing I know it went over some other people's heads. You know I'm sure. Nasty. <laughs> just we are talking about the nasty. She was <laughs> the <laughs> nasty. She was really trying to like contain it for you and be yeah you were being real pc over there yeah i was trying to because it's a lot of different things that that could be you know it if you like the sound of it it's just those things but i think i'm because of that like you know when i'm when i'm talking i'm very aware of my voice and how to make it sound and how to <laughs> add <laughs> things yeah just being aware i need to 
practice. True pleasure <laughs> activist right here. Seriously. Yes, yes. <laughs> Choma, do you have any sounds that give you tingling sensations? Let me see. I'm a nice, deep, manly voice. Ooh, yes. 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 That'll make me tingle. Very tall, <laughs> yes. A little tingly. Yes. There, uh, there is a guy, like, there's, there's one, a lot of the ASMR videos are done by women, but there's, yeah. like, one guy that does them really well. It's oh, yeah. a chocolatey black man. Oh, well. yes. That's what I want. Check him out. Oh, I'm about <laughs> to be an ASR star. Did you? I think so. <laughs> you know I didn't even Why know didn't we think of this sooner? Dude, turn the Seriously. mic all the way up and let me <laughs> eat <laughs> chips. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a real, do. That's a real yes. thing. A Sometimes, like, it'll just be literally somebody with, like, long nails. Just like touching plastic. Yep, or like tapping, or, like or tapping folding them. paper, um, making origami, like just that crackly. Oh, there's no other noise. It's just like yeah. super good mic. I could listen to that stuff. Actually, today I did. I listened to some ASMR for like a couple of hours <laughs> while I was working. I was just like, da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I mean, so. it's soothing. I don't get tingly from it or anything, but it's interesting. When I got porn star, that would be so cool. Oh my God. <laughs> I would just do weird things like crinkle stuff with my toes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You would make really good money. <laughs> big bread. Big <laughs> bread. So much money. <laughs> so much money. Just crinkling no. weird stuff with my toes. <laughs> Cereal. Kale chips. <laughs> grass you know you know what i think of it that's why i keep telling my husband as of late, like i really like the sound of when he eats like and i really don't like the sound when most people eat he's not smacking his mouth or anything it, it's closed but like just this the sound of his chewing sounds like really cute to me and gives me <laughs> pleasure but y'all anyway. in love, in love. <laughs> y'all, y'all in love in love <laughs> The sound of his chewing just... Uh, it does. It's so cute. Yeah, you really got to love a motherfucker for all <laughs> that. Like, for real. For well, anyway, real. Um, I encourage everyone watching to be aware of what gives you pleasure and what makes you happy. That's the point of it. You know, like, it took me since I was a kid to discover that... This ASMR, this autonomous sensory meridian response was something, and I'm not the only one. Yeah, no, you know? it's super cool. So, yeah, be aware of what gives you pleasure. Does mm-hmm. it kind of count as a fetish? Like, can it, like, I don't know. Oh, it's going to be. <laughs> if it's not one yet. <laughs> Once Jay gets her toes on this stool. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> I mean, some of the how did you become a millionaire, Jay? What the fuck have you been doing? <laughs> Crunching Pringles with my toes on camera. As a matter yes. of fact, you know, and the cool thing about it, there's there's nothing like unhealthy about it, right? Like you're not inhaling anything, no. you're not injecting anything, you're not risking your body. No, for, no it's just like pleasure, you know, just from noise it's pretty awesome so yeah you guys gotta check out that video it's called hey beautiful the one you were showing us <laughs> and it has three With million weird Wait, hold on, hold on, hold potato hold on. butt guy it's the best thing ever <laughs> but this is like how many views does it have 3.5 million oh my, oh my god. god it's been a while oh my god what? why <laughs> i miss you you guys hear that 
It's okay. Yeah. You can look at my butt. Oh my god. I feel like I can really be vulnerable around you. Why is this, this is this not happening? ASMR. Why this is, is not this ASMR. It, is. it totally Why is. is. This happening? It's like a. Why you watch two no. hours. No. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. It's amazing. Why is this happening? Oh my god. I don't know about that. She's a like visual performance artist. This person, I think it's person, I don't know, Kirsten. Maybe it's not a woman, maybe it's a man. Maybe they don't identify as a Kirsten is a freak. Why is this happening? (laughs) That shit is so disturbingly like awesome though. I'm more into like. And then he he's the end, he's like, I love you. I don't know. I don't don't understand. Wait, why were you watching this? Somebody posted this on Facebook years ago, and I was like, (laughs) "What the holy shit!" (laughs) All these years. No, it's just earlier tonight. It came up, and I was like, "Have you guys ever seen the the butt guy?" And they were like, "What?" I mean, that's a good. You watch it all the time. (laughs) Every icebreaker. Yeah, it's a good icebreaker. He's like, "Hey, it's good to see you." I'm like, "You too, boo." Uh, Well, thank you for indulging me, ladies, and uh, learning something and sharing something. I'm gonna. I wanna. (coughs) I wanna hear your ASMR remix, though. Did you save it? No, I just. Um, I didn't save it. I was just like listening to different sound combinations on the website. I didn't save it though. Mm. The great thing is it's there twenty four seven. Again, that's ASMR Ion. We should com. see if they want to have a sponsor sponsor our show. Yeah. <laughs> it's we can so put their great. Logo oh yeah, that'd be fun. And their commercial break will just be like <laughs> crinkling. Maybe <laughs> 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 this kind of like. Cool. I don't think it, it doesn't give me any like tingles, but it definitely is like it's kind of like hearing like a fish tank running or like a water. Yeah, shri- yeah. You know, it's just something about it that's soothing. like Raining. soothing. Yeah. The raindrops. Or like when you sit in front of a fireplace and you just hear it yeah. like crackling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'll you do know? it. Yeah. That'll do it. It's almost like it, it's a nice lullaby to sleep sometimes too you know or just to help kind of even meditate and like take your mind off of things because you're just like at least for me i'm just like enjoying all these tingles but anyway enough about me and the tingles i want to take this opportunity to get to know chioma a little bit more um chioma is a native washingtonian chioma is a fabulous or has been an amazing youth advocate and organizer over the years. She is a fundraiser, um, and she is a candidate on the slate with us. So I want to give our viewers a little chance to get to know you in a non-boring, non-typical interview kind of way. But uh, why don't we just start off, tell us a little bit about uh, what it was like here growing up in the District of Columbia. Why do you love... DC, why do you stay here? You know what? I actually grew up right down the street, so it feels good to be back in Shaw, to be here, to represent. Um, I grew up on Fourth and Florida. We uh, moved to like Ninth and Westminster. I went to St. Augustine Catholic School, and then I went to Ross Elementary, and then like Jefferson Junior High School, and then I went to an African Center School, right? That like instilled a lot of like roots. Yeah, no, 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 no. But you know, we we definitely like traveled to Roots on occasion for like different shows and stuff. But I went to Kima Public Charter School. Michelle Re closed down my school. I hate mm. that. But um, yeah, um, you know, I my dad's Nigerian. My mom's from Mobile, Alabama. I think it's just that they met here. Um, my mom came here looking for a job. 
met my dad who was here for like from Nigeria, like just here trying to get an education. They got my mom got pregnant and then had me. And I was the first native Washingtonian to join the family. <laughs> but yeah, like um since the age of fourteen, I've been like doing youth work, right? So um, I went to Third Grade Marshall on 13th and, <coughs> what's that, like 13th and T? Mm -hmm. um, after school program. So there was a program um, called For Love of Children that currently exists, but they moved to Adams Morgan. And um, they had something called Determined Teens Take a Stand. So as a young person, I would go to different schools and um, different like community uh, after school like programs and just talk to young people about issues that were impacting them um, and it was really like liberating for me to like have a voice it was youth led we came up with the topics right um, we got to have these really deep intense conversations and then like write up what was happening and present it to um, people in office so I think that gave me like a sense of power right being able to like talk to people who were on the school board. Um, now we have like one person, right, dominating what happens with our school system, which I think is like a tragedy. But like I came up where like you had a board of people who determined what was happening like in the city around education. So like, um, I don't know, I just really wanna get back to like the old DC feel. And you know, sometimes it really hurts to come up here and see like how Shaw has like changed. Um, I always dreamed of like, living on a block with my mom because, uh, you know, that's just, I feel like that's everybody's dream. Like, I don't want to be in your house, but you know, I could be on the same block with you. <laughs> <laughs> close, uh, but not too close. Yeah, close, but not too close. Um, yeah, so, you know, I think it's, you know, we bought, my mom bought our house for like, what, 450000 And somebody just sold their house on our block for like $1.6 million. Yeah. Ridiculous. But, you know, now I'm in, got pushed out to Ward 7. Shout out to my Ward 7 people. Um, just bought a house. I'm a homeowner. Hey, the most humbling experience ever. But you know, the reason why I say in DC is like, there's no place like it. You know, like we got go, go, we got personality, we got culture, <clears throat> we have everything, you know, and I just really can't see myself like picking up and leaving and going somewhere else. You know, like I went, I did it for college and I'm not trying to go anywhere else. Like yeah. I want to stay here. DC love. Yeah. This deep is deep in me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and now you are raising a child here, another native Washingtonian. Yeah. I love it. And she's a feisty one. Um, my daughter's name is Ngozi, which means blessing. It's Ebo. Um, I had her when I was what? I got pregnant when I was 23 years old. Um, in the height of just hopping around and having fun. And, you know, I had to get real serious about my life. You know, I was like, damn, I'm about to be a mother, you know. Uh, and it's, it's a, it, was, it was a very scary thing because at the time I was living up the street at my mama's house, y'all. <laughs> and I didn't have a job. And I had to make, like, a decision whether I was going to, like, really do this thing or, you know, just try it another time. And I decided that I was going to stick to my guns. And a lot of people was looking at me like I was crazy and you know, what you, you ain't got no money, you ain't got a house, you don't have this, you don't got that. And, you know, just back in September, I just bought a house. You know, I got a, I'm gainfully employed, okay? I got a couple jobs. So, <laughs> you know, it's just, I, I, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed to have her. 
I'm so blessed that she came in my life and I feel like it was just a sign from God to like get my stuff together, um, to live a purpose. Um, she's always looking at what I'm doing. She's always mimicking me. Um, and you know, not to say that she's not her own person, but you know, I think it's so important for whoever it is. You don't have to be necessarily a parent, but you're if you're a role model and you got young people in your life, like you know, show them what it's like to live a fulfilled life. You know, um, I think there's too many people out here who are scared to take risk and um, do things that matter to them. You know, sometimes I don't go to sleep until like midnight. You know, but I'm doing things that matter. So um, yeah, I'm I'm a mom. I'm doing it. I'm a single parent. Her dad is involved, but you know, it's still it's still hard. You know, I gotta gotta make a way. Gotta make yeah. a way. No, this is awesome. This is one of the reasons that um, I specifically asked you to run for office because, um, you know, you and I met, I, I don't know, I think maybe eight years ago or seven years ago. Um, and you were, I think, just recently pregnant with Ngozi. Um, and uh, you were working at Empower DC. Yep, I sure was. On, uh, on child care, right? Or well, I housing? was the youth advocate. So I was the youth organizing um, intern. And you know what's so funny is that before I got pregnant, I was out there occupied, sleeping out there, get, you know, just like uh, we launched, I launched the. Um, with the criminal justice um, campaign. So like there are a lot of people were coming and wanted to focus on like the criminal justice system, but there was no like committee for it. So what I did was just like emailed a bunch of people who had already been doing the work. And then we just started regularly meeting and then we launched a campaign against um, for Wells Fargo to divest um, out of the private pr prison like industry. Just still going. It's still going. And we would meet right here on 7th and S in front of Wells, Far that Wells Fargo every single Friday, right? And like, it was, I mean, it was a success, but like what happened in doing this like free work is that Jonathan um, Stitch, who's like a youth organizer um, in, uh, for AJ, I think, right? Um, yes, the um, Alliance for Educational Justice. Yeah, so he just like saw me running around the city, constantly going to different things, and was like, there's this program called uh, Black Organizers for Leadership and Dignity, I want you to apply for it. And I had never heard of it. Like, he was like, yeah, they just, you know, they have this transformative justice model. And I didn't know what transformative justice was, but like, um, it was all about like, how do you organize in communities, right, if you're broken? So what, is, so what is it that you can do in order to, like, focus and heal yourself before you go out there and advocate on behalf of, like, other people or try to get people to, like, mobilize around a particular topic, right? So how can I educate you on something if I myself is, like, broken? So, like, and I don't know if that, like, kind of, like, that's how I, like, describe it um, because it's a two-pong, like, thing, you know? Um, it's about organizing, but it's also about, like, self-care and, like, being aware of, like, what your own purpose is and, like, how you want to show up in um, your work. So it's more internal. And I think, like, you know, I was 23 pregnant, and, like, I think it came to me at the right time because I think at the time I was so focused on what everybody else was doing to me, what was happening to me. Um, and I just, like, was able to, like, rechannel that energy and say, you know what, I'm going to take control over my life. 
Um, I wrote down like a list of goals that I wanted to accomplish. And I recently found that list because bold, like that was one of the activities mm-hmm. in bold. And I recently found it and I had accomplished like most of the things on the thing on, um, you know, on that list. So, you know, and that's how I came into like doing organizing um, work with Empower DC um, and meeting you. Yes. And that is uh, part of your story because I've been watching you over the years go through a personal transformation. Um, like your skin radiates now, <laughs> you know, like she met me when I was a firecracker. <laughs> her skin didn't radiate the same way. Um, she didn't have the like oh, neither spicy. of us had the same um, <laughs> dignity of presence and the same posture. Like I've just witnessed this transformation, but I I've been knowing some of the things that you've been going through. And one of the reasons that I just get so frustrated with who currently represents us um, in the government is because they're so far removed from what regular people are going through. And all of us here, um, especially you, Ch- Chioma, you know, can testify about what it's like just being a woman, a working class person, someone struggling, someone who's trying to get to a better place, um, but stays determined, you know, but um, is in relationship and understands the the plight and struggle just of not having it all, you know, and so we need more people with those with your type of experiences at the table um, to be advocating and speaking up for um, just regular people in the city. You know, this mm-hmm. is a city of haves and have nots. And most of us are more on the have not side, um, even though we count our blessings. We're all very fortunate, you know, but um, none of us are, you know, I think the average there's there's two average incomes brackets in Washington, D.C., and one of them is uh, $250,000 and above for one person with an average salary. The other one is like below fifteen grand a year. Um, so it's like really, really extreme, you know, the wealth disparity that, that exists yeah. in mm-hmm. this city. And, uh, you know, trying to, trying to, I know the work that we've been doing over the past couple of years has just been trying to like make more equity, um, bring wages up, give people um, opportunities and, and uh, keep programs alive that like help people catch a break, you know, when going through uh, difficult times with childcare, housing, rent, transportation, whatever, whatever it is. So I'm excited that you're running. I'm excited. I'm excited to be running. I mean, there's so many things that I care about. Um, and, you know, when you initially asked me, I was like, you know, a little nervous about it, right? Like, what is my role? I feel like, you know, I'm just like on the ground type of girl. Um, so like, what does it look like for me to like push policy, right? That or come up with policy and introduce it to the DC Democratic State Committee and, you know, to the council to be passed. Like that's something that's, you know, so powerful. And we everyday people like just have to, you know, step into that power and do what's necessary in order to push the things that we care about. Um, and, you know, being a part of different groups, organizing groups in my adult life, I realized the power of the people. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of these council members try to take credit for stuff that folks on the ground yes. have been like fighting for <laughs> for years. And um, I think my main thing is just how do you stay grounded? Um, I 
like I said before, I was a part of Determined Teens Take a Stand, and I ended up recreating something similar with the help of my mentor, the woman who um, started DTTS. Um, and now I've launched like Melinda Uprising, which is a youth-led organizing um, collective. Awesome. And yeah, like I just wanted to make sure that young people's voice are at the center. Like young people have consistently been the ones to like shift and change what's happening in this country. And oftentimes we disregard them and make them <coughs> seem like they don't know what's going on. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so like I just make sure that my, my, my young people are brilliant been to the White House or um, and facilitated workshops at the White House. You know, um, they've been uh, on the radio, WPFW. Shout out to WPFW. Hey. Yes, um, yes. Uh, you know, some of their first interviews were like, you know, on there. Um, they've like led workshops, right? They've traveled to like to to um, other parts of this country to talk to young people. So, you know, I think. We're, we're doing, I'm doing, we all are doing what's necessary and, you know, we got to like keep pushing and um, stand for something. Absolutely. That's another one of the reasons I'm really excited about our slate. Um, one of our major principles or tenets is to get more young people involved. And I don't know if everyone watching or if y'all ladies knew, but if you're 18, you can vote in the District of Columbia. And um, I just saw today, like we're trying to push right now for 16 year olds to be able to vote as well. Yes. So we'll see where that goes. But, um, you know, I, I it is critical, mm. I think, to mobilize young people and get them involved early because they're the future. Right. I'm 36 years old. I'm already starting to get tired. So I'm I'm You're about to out. have a baby. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> I know. You can't be tired now. <laughs> well, yeah. You got that glove. <laughs> There's that. You know, I am tired, though. But, yeah, you know, I uh, I think it's really important um, when you're in a position of leadership, whether it's in government or in business or in your household, wherever it is, in, when you're in a position of leadership that you're cultivating and developing people to, like, take over. Um, because when you quit or you get voted out or you pass away, whatever it is, like there's oftentimes this gap, you know, mm. um, and it's important to keep the progress moving, keep the mm -hmm. culture moving forward. And to be able to do that as smoothly as possible, you got to be able to bring people up under yeah. your wings, you know? Yeah. So um, shout out to uh, all the people out there who are doing that, all the Same. moms out there who are doing that, all the business owners out there who are, who are doing that. Um, shout out to the kids. Yeah, shout out Jubilee to Jubilee Jumpstarts. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, yeah. How old is your daughter now? Um, she's five oh. now. So yeah, she's at that president. feisty. Yeah, she's very, very feisty. <laughs> My son just turned five. Oh really? How is it going? I'm just like, you know, how do you manage it? Like, how do you manage the behavior thing? <laughs> Cause I'm just like, you know, I feel like I wanted to have this, like, I wanted to be independent. Um, I wanted to be able to like say what's on her heart and be vocal, but you know, she gets a little bit too spicy sometimes <laughs> for me. <laughs> She'd be coming from my neck and I'm like, hold up, hold up. I'm your mom, you know? So I'm trying to do on the whole, like no spanking thing. And this, you know, I, I slipped up a couple times, but you know, I just, I want to be able to like communicate to her effectively without using like, you know, without being violence. aggressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, violence. Without shaking her to death. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do? I've seen J-Mills make uh, Jelani do uh, 
uh, like squats. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which I thought was brilliant. If it gets really <laughs> intense, he's in push-up position or sitting on the wall, but I won't spank him. And when he's doing that, I'm letting him know that we're going to make your body strong while we make your, while we make your mind strong because your mind was weak. You lost control. Yeah. You know, just teaching him critical thinking Damn. about why he did what call he did you and, and the consequences. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Mills did it again. You'd be like, 20 push-ups, 10 Hail Marys. <laughs> <laughs> and you're absolved. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. it ended up working like with him just getting interested because uh, he got just on the whole strength, no weakness tip. So when oh. he does mess up, he's like, like I'll be like, oh, you know, stay there for and count to fifty, and he'll try and make it to a hundred. Like oh, I'm okay. like, dude, I, I I I said fifty, you could you could stop, and he's just I'm gonna be super strong. <laughs> so I don't know, I might have a real super strong, super swole. <laughs> it's might backfire. I don't know. <laughs> Not gonna want to sit on the wall, but you know that's where the mental thing comes in, also <laughs> in him. understanding why what you did was wrong. And other punishments <laughs> of like, you know, taking away um, time from doing things that they like to do. Yeah, I uh, do that one. I pull that one a lot. Yeah. I want to know, what do the kids like to do in D.C.? Like as parents in the District of Columbia, what do you what can you take your kids to do that's like free, affordable, that's fun? Playground. That's Hello. Playground. Library. Yeah. We'll play with the kids over there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, the Ngozi loves the library. Um, she loves to ride her bike, like, up and down the block. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, with bikes, the other kids. Bikes, bikes. Yes. Yeah. So, and we got a lot of neighborhood kids, so she's, like, out there mm-hmm. hanging out with them. Um, kids are easily entertained by, like, an empty box. <laughs> Much like cats. Ball of aluminum foil. Yeah. Seriously. Stickers. I told her make it into something. Go ahead and like, make that into something. Are you talking about me right now? <laughs> <laughs> Children. <I'm confused>. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, definitely games on the phone um, or Netflix for sure for my son. He loves watching Netflix. But I got him even on um, watching things that teach him things. So he's depressed to watch. I'm learning. I want to learn something. That's cool. Yeah. I got this video of him. He busts a whole freestyle out about the sun. Oh, you know what? I, I, nice. I was someplace where I couldn't hear it, but I like saw yeah. you posted it. First and I had to take it. You were like, I have you to see it. I'm hot. I'm the sun. I'm made of gas and helium. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Mic drop. Wait, what? Yes. <laughs> he has a whole little, a whole little rap. Um, that's got to be the coolest thing ever to I'm, like see like yeah, I'm just a little bit of yourself, but with a twist. Yeah, in man. a whole other package. I know how I was as a kid, and like I was just so inquisitive and things like. I have to explain to him why. And the only problem now is like he does nobody else has the time to answer the whys. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Like a teacher doesn't in other group settings, you know, and he wants to know why. If he doesn't understand why he has to do something, he really actually demands an answer. And it has to make sense to him. You can't can just really. be like What's his sign? He's a Pisces. Mm. Oh. What what day? March sixteenth. Okay, because I'm an Aquarius, and Wait. I, I have the same disposition, so I feel like we're close. I'm his mother, and I have and the same disposition. <laughs> <laughs> I got to know why. I just can't let anything ride. I have to know why. I just simply must know why. Because yeah. it's just, I just cannot take anything for face value. I got to touch it to see if it's hot. And my son is my son, so... You know, for mm. something simple, I just have to over explain it to the end and maybe get a little 
oddly graphic, so he does what I say. Like um, the other yesterday, <laughs> he didn't want to wear socks with his shoes. I'm like, put your socks on. I don't want to wear socks. Jelani, you need socks on with your shoes. No, I don't want to wear socks. He does that too. What's this with toddlers not wearing socks? I'm like, Jelani, if you don't put on socks, then your feet are going to sweat in your shoes, and that sweat is going to develop into a slime, and that slime is going to harden on the bottom of your foot, and when you take your foot out of your shoe, the skin of your foot is going to stay in your shoe, and your feet are going to bleed, <laughs> and you'll never be able to walk or play at the playground or ride your bike again. <laughs> I'm going to my socks. <laughs> hey. Oh, hey, I need to write that down. <laughs> I'm like over-explained everything you know, kids are like, smarter than you okay. think like <laughs> give it to me straight <laughs> i was a living nanny for a period of time and they had me take a parenting class because it was like a five-year-old and a seven-year-old and so it's just like that age where it's just like just a non-stop struggle um and like the little girl she would never want to get ready for school so it was always like an hour-long process and so the parenting class would tell they they would basically be like Talk to your kids like they're adults, but put the onus on them. Like, make them accountable. So, like, no problem. Take your time. But when we get to school, like, you're telling the principal while you're late. And they're just like, oh, shit. You know, all of a sudden, <laughs> she's, like, on time every day for school. So, it's kind of the same process. Like, just tell them what it really is. Because it's the same. Like, if anybody's like, do this. And I'm like, why? And they're like, because. Well, that's not enough for me either. Like, who are you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know? Even when I was growing up in Catholic school, they would you know, tell me stories about the Bible and Jesus. And I'd say, why? And they'd be like, well, it just always was. It's like, well, that that's, that's not enough. Right. You right. know, I need, I need, I need more. It yeah. does feel evidence. a little weird because I grew up in a household where I could not ask why. Me neither. Ever. Hmm. Like no talking back. Ain't no explanations. I no, An opinion. <laughs> You want to what? You don't want to eat this? You don't want to go here? You want to know where you where we going? I never, I remember as a child being so frustrated because I just never knew what was going on. <laughs> I never knew where we were going or Aww. what we were about to do. But I understand why I do that to my son too. You tell a kid on Monday <laughs> about something that's going to happen on Friday. Oh my God. Every day, asking about it. Because oh they don't my. get time oh my the God. same way. <laughs> no, they don't. Not at all. Do you guys have like a big lie that your parents told you when you were young that you found out like much later? Almost everything in that my you're life. Like, That's yeah. not true. I have a good one. <sighs> so my mom, and she works for a yeah. rehab for a lot of years, so I really question why she told me this. <laughs> but she used to tell me that like, you know the blue flowers that grow on the side of the road like in the summertime? They're just like weeds and they have like, the like little blue corn flowers. flowers <laughs> yeah. yeah, my mom used to tell me that that was, that was marijuana growing from people throwing seeds out the windows. That's and it was called Kentucky Bluegrass. <laughs> That's a really bad lie. It's a very specific <laughs> like thing, which makes me <laughs> think that someone told her that and she believed them but she worked in a rehab mom if you're watching this <laughs> those uh, are definitely called cornflowers yeah they i mean <laughs> i've let me tell you i've grown a lot of weed and not once has <laughs> a fucking blue flower shown up no matter how good or bad the plant was like i am positive that's not real sometimes i'll go like Cut those on the side of the road and make like a little bouquet. I should make my mama a, a bouquet. I do. They're pretty. Yeah, they are. And they grow out of like cigarette butts and asphalt. They're pretty resilient. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's good um, stuff. My p- my mother never I never um was allowed to believe in Santa Claus growing up. My mom was oh, very wow. Keep it real. No Santa Claus, no Easter Bunny, no Tooth Fairy. That's how I am. Like, no games. I do that. (laughs) I'm like that with my child. Like, listen, you're going to know that this was hard blood, sweat, and tears that produced this shit. Like, you cannot. I do not want her thinking that some, like. Magical. Yeah, like, know that it came out of my checking account and, like. I put in that work. It's definitely deja vu in that regard, though. I remember having arguments with my mom because I refused to believe her. Because the entire world right. is like, yo, Santa's coming. <laughs> <laughs> the news is like, we're on Santa watch. I'm like, mom, the news. The news said, Santa's coming tonight. I don't know how bad you were as a child. <laughs> but I've been pretty good this year. And uh, Santa's coming. She's like, we don't even have a fireplace. how's he gonna get in the house he's magic he makes the fireplace appear mom gosh don't you know anything i was just like (laughs) i I, I just remember her face and just her she was so sad like her she she was saying that um you know one day she just real serious was like the whole world will lie to you and tell you things that are not true that's real but you have to believe i won't lie to you that's real as hell. And I was Damn just like, son. yo, okay, mom, you got a lump of coal as a kid. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah, trying right. to convince me and she was like, that the whole <laughs> world is lying and you are telling me the truth. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's a, uh, at least you, you were safe from like the childhood trauma of like believing in something <laughs> and then like your parents telling you yeah. that it's real and then you finding out like that it's not yeah. I, I mean, still remember the day oh wow vividly my mom had like an ice cream shop on u street right next to half smoke she used to have where the where they sell incense now she used to have an ice cream shop right there and like she like that's called so me cool. in and she like sat me down and she was like, there's something I have to tell you. So I'm like, you know, what is the hell is going on? <laughs> like, and she was like. You were cursing. <laughs> you still believed in Santa <laughs> Well, I was like, it wasn't like that. But it was like, Because, you know, when your parents sit you down and, have a, and try to have a serious conversation with you, with you when you're a kid, you're like, something serious is really happening. Yeah. So, like, you know, I'm just sitting there and she's like, Santa Claus isn't real. And I'm like, oh. Well, at least I got the tooth fairy, and, you know. And, and then, then, she, <laughs> then she goes, and the tooth fairy is <laughs> the Then she just went, Easter, but I'm like, what the hell? I was I was looking forward to growing up just so I could see these people, and it's never going to happen for me. <laughs> How old were, were you when she broke it to you? I I was in, what grade was that? I remember everything by grade. She she would break it to us in like first or second grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in first or second grade. I think my mom waited till the third grade. Yeah. I mean, she felt it was too old. See, I'm the youngest of four, so everything was ruined. Yeah. <laughs> no fun for Molly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was hip to the game early, you know. I think my mom, like, she let me believe in that kind of stuff until a certain point. But I didn't feel, I don't think I felt, like, betrayed or that upset or anything. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I can't think about any other thing that, like, my mom or, you know, my parents, like, really lied to me about. In fact, I feel like I'd always ask why, and now I'm, you know, I'm like, I kind of wish I'd had 
Jay Mills for a mom because <laughs> my mom didn't tell me about like not wearing socks and how that would do that. So like I didn't wear socks <laughs> and my chucks were like real gross and fungusy. <laughs> So I'm like, why did why did she let me do that? Yeah, they're real gross. Because who's checking your feet after a certain age? You know, yeah. nobody checks to make sure no. you wear socks. I didn't mm. wear socks, but now you know, if somebody told me the why, then I might have worn socks every day. Yeah. I would have been like, yo, fuck, these are comfortable shoes. No. <laughs> I didn't know the process. <laughs> yo, my mom told me when I was a kid that I had a certain number of words and steps, so. I need oh, to be careful. Shit. And when I would see old people in wheelchairs, she'd be like, they wasted their steps. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was sinister. That's kind of oh traumatic. I'm fucked up right now. But <laughs> <laughs> oh. now, having a five-year-old, I understand why you would tell your kids something like that. <laughs> because how much they talk and run. It'd be like, you know what? You're wasting your steps. <laughs> You're just running around in circles. Running, You're running circles. in circles. Uh, you only got a certain number of steps. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I like how for so long trying to cheat stuff. Wow. <laughs> Maybe it was funny. That's, that's what I was asking that's about. That's one of the reasons why I'm a writer. Because I, was, I, I wasn't talking. I was like, let me write. Mm. Try and say my words because I didn't want to be old and that's silent. Oh, that's so deep. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's so deep. It is deep. Yeah. And here you are. <laughs> but, you know, that's what I was asking. Like, what is what is there to do you know that wears your kids out you know in in the city because kids need to be worn out they're like little batteries <laughs> they got more steps <laughs> than they trampoline. need to you, you know? know what my parents did they well had us do what? yard work man that don't really wear a kid out i did yard work too yeah well, yeah my first walker was a lawnmower hey <laughs> straight up uh yeah i think i started mowing lawns pretty young too but uh, growing up with grandma, she had the the bed and breakfast, so there's always work to be done. But um, you know, I um, I had uh, my nieces and nephews with me this past week. Mercury and retrograde wasn't expecting them to be here. Total <laughs> blessing. But uh, ended up having them for three days over spring break. So I was like, what am I supposed to do with this six year old and oh yeah, 15 run around year old, downtown. You know? The cherry six blossoms. This has been a perfect weekend for yeah. that. Yeah, that's a range. I took them to the runway the run. Wood gallery. Oh, did you see the oh, burning? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was dope. Have That's y'all been cool. to see it? No, I, no haven't. I haven't. I'm down though. I'm definitely down. It's I interactive. You can like walk into different things. There's like a virtual uh, reality station. There's like this amazing cathedral where you can leave notes and everything. It's pretty interactive. Wow. And it's free. It's free to go in. Um, so Do you need tickets part. or you just go? No. No. You just was like, it packed when you go. went? Was it was like... busy, but it wasn't uncomfortable. I really mm-hmm. like the idea of the art of Burning Man, like leaving Burning Man and uh, and like being accessible to people that don't have four thousand dollars to spend. That's how much it costs now? Or a way to it's get up there? To 4, it's not four thousand. No, I mean the ticket is like four hundred, but like all the money you, know, you got to fly there. You got to get all your the shit there. You got to bring every bit of yeah. water you plan on drinking. Your tent, everything. So you could easily spend four grand. I'm sure people get it done for two, but they're like masters of it and they have friends and they have like trucks they can put their shit on. Mm-hmm. But no, it's stupid expensive. And yeah. so it's hella elitist and there's like very little brown at Burning Man. Like, Have you been to sure. Burning Man? No, but I lived in California years ago. So I knew like a grip of people that went like before 
a lot more people on the East Coast started going, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I guess I was like, shit, 16, 17 years ago at this yeah, point when I first learned about it. I think it. it started in the 70s. I mean, I like that concept, but for me, like... I would only want to go <coughs> to like see all that art because it's just crazy like combinations of like math and science and art like flaming dragon cars and yeah. you know flaming ski ball and just all this crazy shit but you know I don't I don't want to go to the desert for a fucking week to do that and like I don't want to do drugs in the desert because like it's hot. It's really yeah, fucking no. hot. <laughs> and like you need to sleep at night and you don't want to sleep know. at night if you're on, that's when you want to do your drugs but then that means the next day you're going to just be like drugged out in in the fucking desert and that kind of sounds torturous to me yeah i would like, sleep during the day it's so hard it is so hot though it's so so hot so if you have a super camp and setup you could pull that off but if you're like you know so i i respect it like for the people that go but more importantly to be able to bring that art because all these like silicon valley dudes like spend all this money on like invest like funding these art projects and they sit at Burning Man all week, and then they sit in, like, a storage unit the rest of the year. Well, like, they're pretty dope. You can see some of them at the Renwick exactly. Gallery right Definitely now. Definitely going to go check them out. Yeah, for, for sure. for the next couple of months. And yeah, the show kids that, you know? Like, I would love to get a program going where we, like, move those, like, burn Burning Man-made creations to, like, parking lots of schools around the country. That'd be so cool. You know? Because, like, if you could show kids, like how cool math and science and art is. Cause I think that's one thing they really like don't fully express mm -hmm. is like art is and math. recycling. Like, yeah. Yeah. Everything's like used materials. Well, not necessarily, but like they're just like all about like leaving no trace. And I mean, yeah. no, it's definitely not uh no, they waste a fuck ton of money building that art, like for sure. And it's not all ecologically conscious, but like everything can't be. But as far as the event itself, they definitely like, they literally go through and like rake the desert. They break up the desert by plots and everyone has their area. And there's people who are like assigned leaders of those areas. And they have this stuff called moop, like uh, matter, matter out of place. So like they will literally like rakey, you know, like, uh, or like, you know, those like sand boxing. They will like rake your fucking part of the desert and like any cigarette butts or feathers or sequins that they find, like your camp actually gets mm. mined. Like they don't fuck around. Are Which you I'm sure saying. you've never been to Burning Man? I, you know, I just know a bunch <laughs> of fucking hippies, man. You know what I mean? Like, I know a bunch of people who go to Burning Man, so I, I respect it. But I'm really glad to see that that art is coming out yes. so it can inspire some young minds to, like, take that mentality and help, you know, shape our future. Absolutely. I'm going to take my kids on a field trip there. Yeah. The I highly people. recommend it. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of the art at Burning Man is, like, very, like, healing in a lot of ways it's like very moving touching stuff cool to yeah very interactive yeah well, i think the display is at the renwood gallery for like a couple of months so go see it before it's gone you know i took i also took the kids to the building museum and i went up and i was like yeah i heard you have like a a ball pit here and they laughed at me they were like that's from <laughs> like three years yeah. ago or something yeah. <laughs> i was like oh uh, yeah <laughs> So, um, <laughs> what do you do with all those balls? <laughs> I was like, don't you have like a Lego display here too? Um, so yeah, go see cool stuff when it's Star actually Wars. happening <laughs> in, in your city. But, um, it is 10 20 oh, right shit. now. It's almost time to wrap up the show. Uh, we've had a couple of business shout outs today. We, uh, who did we shout out today? We, we shouted out Green Life and oh, wait. Dr. I'm, Lash. I'm, I'm Dr. wearing Lash. this shirt, so. What's on your yes. shirt? Hey, hey. 
I can't really see what it says. Something sh- watershed. 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 Yes. What is that? Locally made. Well, local business that uses organic trees to make awesome slow burning papers. Ooh. This these papers are for people who smoke backwoods and can appreciate a nicely rolled cigar. Um really love the company. Dope dope papers, watershed, they're watershed. local um and they're black owned. So definitely yeah. check them out. Can you, you connect with website? I need, new, uh, I need a new paper sponsor. Oh yeah. Got you. Got y'all. Watershed LTD. Believe it's the site on Instagram, online. Um, yeah, make sure you follow them. Dope, dope company. Again, it's local. Shout outs to D dot, C dot, D dot, C dot, D dot, dot. Well, shout out to Watershed. I also want to give a shout out to uh, DC Jobs Justice this evening. Uh, we posted on the Eminem um, Facebook page earlier. There was a worker town hall happening today that they were yeah. leading to educate folks about what's going on with uh, wage theft in the city and uh, what you can do to reclaim your money if you happen to be stolen from. So shout out to DC Jobs Justice for doing that work. You can check them out at www.dcjwj.org. And uh, did you have someone you wanted to shout out? Who do I want to shout out? You know what? I just went to the um, MLK Deli for the first time. So I want to shout them out. They had amazing food there, um, and I know that they're relatively new. Um, Where's that? Where are they at? They are up in Congress Heights, actually, um, right off of um, MLK. So right there, like a little bit past, like where MLK and Malcolm X are. And it's just called the MLK Deli. Yeah. Hey. So everybody's been posting, and I was like, I was getting real mad because I was like, if one more person posts a picture of a sandwich, a wing, <laughs> uh. Uh, juice, a lemonade. I'm going to get real upset that nobody brought me anything. So I took myself over there and had me a nice little sandwich. It was, it was good. good. And I also want to shout out Have Smoke because we're in Shaw and it's black owned. It's owned by a young person. So, yes. and he's been really supportive of like a lot of um, different like political folks, people who are running in the city. So that's awesome. I want to shout him out. Right. Speaking of, uh, and then a shout out to Provision 14 around the corner at 14th and B. Just uh, hosted our Dump Trump Dems for Action happy hour yesterday, yes. which looked really, really fun. It was it so did. much fun. I enjoyed it. it. We had a good it. turnout. We had a great, great turnout. And, you know, we raised some cash, some yeah. coins. Um, yeah, so it was really good. Yeah, so thanks to Provision 14. You can follow them um, on Facebook and Instagram. I think it's at Provision DC. That's uh, how you can find them. But um, the restaurant is called Provision Number 14. And I think they do like uh, communal style, um, like seating and dining. And uh, it's real cute inside. So, yeah, that's my mm-hmm. first time there. Yeah. 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 I remember when they were building it. One of my little friends used to hang out, play chess out there. Cute. <laughs> Cute. Well, uh, yes, thank you again to all our viewers. And with that, I want to pass it over to the magical, the mystical, the one, the only, the real. J. Mills. For that metaphysical moment. <laughs> Man, as you know, it is never planned. It is always, always guided by love. One love, always. I was thinking about all these different thoughts, man. Shout outs to Mercury. Still murking. 
Mark's still out here murking, and I'm caught, again, kind of in, in between thoughts. Um, the one that really kept going over my mind is about perspective and definition and character and things. I was thinking about um, how we often are lost defining ourselves based on the body and not the mind or the soul. And, you know, you as a human being, you are in three parts. You are body, you are mind, and you are soul. But if we ask you who you are, you say, I'm a woman. That's your body. You might talk about where you're from. That's your body. You might say what you do. Again, That eh, that's kind of getting into the mind. But <clears throat> I was thinking about the who you are and what you came to do. Because we can get so lost in the what we're doing and what we're trying to get. We say that we want to get money or something. We want to be rich. But that's not really what you want. There's something beyond that want. You want to be benevolent. That's why you want to have money. You want to have money because you want to give back. You know what I mean? Maybe you want to be compassionate. And you feel like to love people in the way that you want to love them, you need more money to do so. It's not that you want the money. And if you only are focused on the money and not on who you are and and what you came here to be, you can get very, very lost in this path called life. You can get so lost in this path called life. And it gets very difficult sometimes when our character is tested, when we forget what it is, what this gift is to be in this human body as this eternal, eternal spirit of light that is nothing but light. It is only light. In the realm of the absolute, we are light. But you only know what light is in the relative realm in opposition to darkness. Now, in this relative realm, you can feel some kind of way about the day. Or you can feel some kind of way about the night. But the sun and the moon, they just are. Hot and cold just is. How you feel about it is what makes it real while you're in this body. So when you come here as a pure beam of light, and in this light, personified, light is love. Light is compassion. Light is benevolence. But what does it actually mean to be compassionate? We can say, I'm a loving person, I'm a good person. We can say, I'm benevolent and I want to give back. But if you are truly benevolent, you got to give to people who will not give a fuck that you gave to them. They will not thank you. They might even spite you for being in a position to give them something that they could not get for themselves. Are you sure that you came to give or did you actually come to feel some kind of way because you gave some shit? Is your ego looking to get stroked or are you truly, truly benevolent? Is that what you are? Because you said you was. The universe is only here to prove it. Oh, yeah. Oh, you compassionate. Yeah. You compassionate. You're a loving person. You're going to still be loving when everybody hates you. You're going to be loving when they misquote you. And your words just go all out, and now you're just getting trolled, people just dragging you down. Are you still a loving person? You know, all of these different things that happen to show you who you are. I've just been thinking about that, you know, and being proactive in every situation in life and remembering, putting yourself back together again as this pure being of light. Remember who you are when you say that I'm this and I'm that and I'm good. And even for those who decide that they, are not going to be this and that, you know. You can never get away from who you truly are, even when you decide to be who you're not. 
we said this, I've said this before about how sometimes when you're just in the knot of you that you just be like, you know what? This ain't even me. That's a crazy feeling to have. Yeah. To be so in the not me of you that you have that one moment in the whole God, what the fuck? This ain't this ain't even me. <laughs> I gotta you just wake up in your life like what the what Yeah. The? <laughs> yes. I've I've had that moment. <laughs> wake up in a relationship, wake up in this job, like what the yes. yeah, what this? <laughs> we both at that. <laughs> this ain't even me. I gotta change. Everything, everything and yeah. step into the you of you you know and it's yeah. never too late to be who the fuck you are you always are whoever you've been you are the sum of who you've been it's when you didn't make that choice that allowed you to know what it feels like to make the right choice and to even know that that choice was right who has had something and didn't know how good it was mm. what Let's talk about childhood. Who had something and didn't know how sweet it was? Could they tell yes. you? Could they ever tell you? Could they ever, ever tell you? Nope. You just got to live it. Some things you just have to know to experience, to truly, truly understand. And different people, your spirit will call you to different things that you just got to see. Because the universe, again, it delivers on what you want and what you say you want. We got to be focused, got to be focused on who you are and what you want, why you came to shine. Don't get lost in the things. Get lost in your dreams, yo. That's my metaphysical moment, man. That's your metaphysical shine. moment. And this is a major yes. wisdom nugget <laughs> up in there. Yes. Major. That's very, that was was very awesome. metaphysical for me. We were feeling it. It's yeah, never too late all to that. be who you are. Be who never. the fuck, yo. People going to yeah. hate for no reason. Give they ass the motherfucker reason yes. yes shine yes just shine like who are you not to shine somebody told me that our, our greatest fears are like when you start dreaming and you realize how powerful you are yeah and it terrifies you we were talking about that so last show or the show before <laughs> yeah like, oh shit yeah, what I am i thinking everything I, I want it. Ooh, yeah. everything yes. i want Ooh, you scare yourself yeah that's some powerful stuff yo step into your magic man yes you deserve it keep I repeating know. it Step Believe into your it. magic and get more ASMR in your life. <laughs> but thank you for that beautiful, positive, very true metaphysical moment. Thank you, Chioma, for joining us yes. on the Eminem show. Lovely yes. guest. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. I'm happy to be here. We're happy to have you. And you guys uh, need audience chairs or something so I can come more often, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch all your interviews. Well, we've we've changed it up, you know. So we got we yeah, got now we yeah we got some, yeah. some yeah. celebrity yeah. guests. I'm a crash yeah. yeah. I was I feel like, like I was becoming like, the crasher. We can even move the mic a little easier, you know. <laughs> but uh, thank you again, Molly and the whole crew at One Love Massive blah, blah, blah. for hosting us for <laughs> making us sound good and look good with these lights in this yes. setup. Uh, One Love Massive, please like, share, and follow. At One Love Massive, as well as at Eminem Show One Love. And we'll see you next week. Yes. Peace out. Peace.